Oscar Mayer is offering free shoelaces that smell like bacon. Cheerleaders at train stations in Tokyo brighten up the business commute. And Saudis can get insurance coverage for their runaway maids. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Wickedy Wickedy Weird AF News. That's right. I make wickety noises. I'm the host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Sometimes it's funny. It's always informative. Oscar Mayer is offering free shoelaces that smell like bacon. Mmm, bacon's good. Pork chops are good. I don't know who would want shoelaces that smell like bacon. You're going to have every dog in the neighborhood following you around. I mean, if you're lonely, you want all the animals following you. Yeah, bacon-smelling shoelaces. I'd imagine you're going to get attacked eventually. Some mangy, one of these uh, alley mutts is just going to go at your feet. Just going to rip your, rip your legs up just going at your shoelaces. Oscar Mayer announced it's going to be giving away shoelaces that smell like bacon. Of course they're giving them away. You can't charge for these things. Who would buy shoelaces that smell like bacon? I'd imagine some people do. People with a foot fetish. Oh, yeah, maybe even a bacon foot fetish. Anybody got a pork slash foot fetish? I'm sure people do. This giveaway of the bacon-smelling shoelaces marks the re-release of Nike's Air Max 90 bacon sneakers. Oh, oh! you didn't know that Nike makes bacon sneakers? Yeah, me neither. Thank God for Weird AF News, eh? I don't know who would wear these bacon sneakers. I'm looking at a photo of them. They're quite ugly. Whenever there's some sort of, you know, release of a very exclusive themed piece of clothing or shoe wear, they're always so ugly. Like, I always, always find myself looking at that going, who would wear this? Not only that... Who would pay that much to wear that? Because they always cost 10 times more than the regular release of the item, the exclusive one. Like these bacon shoes, you would never wear these. Why would you wear these? They're ugly. Plus, they probably cost you $5,000. Okay, back into the story. Here's a quote from the Oscar Mayer company. Do you guys know Oscar Mayer? They, they're very famous for their wieners. Just like... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of people in this world famous for their wieners. Some of them work in the porn industry. The rest are Oscar Mayer related. Uh, Here's a quote from Oscar Mayer. To celebrate the re-release of the Nike Air Max Bacons, we're dropping bacon-scented laces that'll make your kicks sizzle. I got news for you, Oscar Mayer. No one's lacing up their kicks with your bacon-scented laces, but you can imagine that people do. I mean, you can believe whatever you want to believe. It's your world, Oscar Mayer. It's your... It's your bacon world. Oscar Mayer really, to me, is more known for hot dogs. Would you agree? I remember distinctly my mother buying Oscar Mayer wieners. Um, Why did I eat hot dogs as a child? Well, because, uh, you know, me and my family were completely uneducated when it came to nutrition. I ate a lot of terrible things that I shouldn't have. And I swallowed a bunch of gum. Yeah, I swallowed so much gum. I'm sure if you pulled out my intestines, you'd find a bunch of gum left over from when I was nine years old. I don't know why I shared that. Okay, so these laces, they look like something. Can you guess what the bacon-scented laces look like, my loyal listener of Weird AF News? Can you guess? You nailed it! Bacon! Yeah, they look like bacon. You guys, with your education, I'm just very impressed with you. You just keep surprising me. Now, in case you want to enter to win these... I'm going to tell you what you have to do. You have to tweet something. Do you have a Twitter? 
You're gonna need it. You're gonna need the Twitter to win the bacon scented shoelaces. Or you could just rob somebody that has bacon-scented shoelaces, you know? You pull out a little knife or a pair of nunchucks, but give me all your laces, your bacon-smelling laces. I smelled them when you walked by initially. Give me your bacon laces, bro. Okay, so here's how you do it. Open a Twitter account because it's worth it. And then you have to tweet the following uh, to Oscar Meyer. <laughs> you have to hashtag Oscar Cook My Kicks, which is just way too long. And then hashtag sweepstakes. If you do that, you will receive one entry. Limit one per account, okay? Don't try and have all these entries to win the bacon-scented shoelaces. Don't try and scam it, okay? you got to be fair. Uh, I'm wondering what sort of other scented shoelaces are out there in the world. I'd imagine. I don't even know you can make shoelaces to be scented, but I guess you can make anything scented. I'd like some... uh, Strawberry scented laces, maybe that would be great. What about kiwi? Yeah, kiwi scented laces. I like the smell of kiwi. It's a good fruit, by the way. Very underrated. You guys into these scented shoelaces? I don't know why you'd be into scented shoelaces. To be honest with you, it's just going to get messed up because what happens to our sneakers? Inevitably, they get dirty and nasty. So it's what's the point? Now, now a bacon scented bow tie. Now we're talking. Cheerleaders at train stations in Tokyo brighten up the day of businessmen. As dejected corporate salarymen commute to their offices in dull central Tokyo business districts, three female cheerleaders wearing red uniforms, socks, and of course face shields and masks are dancing with big smiles in front of Shimbashi train station. They're saying, we'd like to be the energy that gives you a little courage for your day. That was my impression of a cheer. This is the morning cheer. It's been carried out by members of a cheerleading club who have been encouraging commuters in front of major train stations in Tokyo districts, such as Shimbashi, Shinjuku, and Ikibukuro. The cheerleading club's first captain is Aya Hasegawa, age 44. She began the activity all by herself in 2009 but her cheerleading team grew and has carried out total a thousand cheerleading events at stations and other public places by november 2020 oh i love this just raising the morale of people in the world oh i could have used this in new york city when i was getting on the train in the morning (laughs) oh cheerleaders yeah life's okay now i just need my morning cheerleaders on the train and my morning coffee bam i'm gonna have a good day why don't we all have cheerleaders involved in our daily lives to keep the morale up. I don't know. It's a great idea. So it says here, after quitting her job due to trouble getting along with her colleagues, uh, Hasegawa, no, by the way, who doesn't get along with a cheerleader? I mean, there's something wrong with you. Hasegawa, she noticed that almost all businessmen looked very gloomy during their commute to work in the morning. They are frowning like I used to. I used to be depressed. What can I do to get them energetic? I wondered. That was when she began the morning cheer. Now, no one asked Hasegawa to take on her cheerleading task. She did it all on her own to improve the lives of people that she saw needed it. She devoted all her energy to her cheerleading activities on the train platforms, making use of her dance experience. She was sometimes teased, of course, about what she was doing, but she didn't give a damn. She kept on dancing and cheering and chanting, and before long, she attracted other like-minded women who happened to be former cheerleaders, former dancers. 
With the addition of new members of the squad, the cheerleading club became livelier. Finally, Hasegawa retired in January 2015. Uh, but it still goes on with a new captain. So far, there's been 15 total members over the years, among whom eight have retired. One of the seven remaining in the group is someone named Kana, who uh, works on idle activities. She said of the morning cheerleading, It's really hard to wake up early, you know, but I'm encouraged by people telling me that their day went well because of my cheering. It's great. You know, my, my life was down, actually, but now it's up as well. This is great for everybody. I mean, true cheerleading allows the dancers in the audience to draw strength together. I hope people will gain the courage to challenge something that day, even if it's only something small. My ultimate goal is that people who are cheered on then go and return that favor to someone else by the end of the day. Believing that everyone will get energized if this trend spreads, club members keep cheering on the streets of Tokyo, and they aim in the future to do the same all across the country of Japan. This is a nice feel-good story, although weird. I love it. I would love to see more activities like this in the world because, you know, the, the world's it's kind of flimsy and a scary place for some of us. Certainly can be down, you know, and we've all had a rough past year, I'm sure. So cheerleaders or, I don't know, just flood the world with, with like, happy musicians as well, playing music. Oh, I would love that. That would cheer me up on the platform sometimes when I was in New York City. Some of the, the train musicians that you would see, the subway musicians, they have a program in New York City where it's, like, uh, music underground or something. And they, you know, they, they actually, I believe, get money to give to these subway performers. It's sort of like an, you know, an arts plan of some sort um, that didn't come out right. I don't know if I've painted a correct picture of that, but <laughs> you can kind of imagine what I'm saying. But yeah, I loved the music. It, that would cheer me up. Anything to make you feel better when you're on that morning commute, especially public transportation, can be a real drag, man. So I just love, love this. Saudis can now get insurance coverage for runaway maids. Saudi Arabia's Ministry of Human Resources and Social Development will be launching an insurance plan to compensate people if hired domestic workers, also known as maids, decide to run away from their employers. <laughs> I wonder if this must be an issue where maids are just running away. <laughs> I've had enough of this. I am out of here. I'd imagine maids in Saudi Arabia are treated pretty poorly. I mean, if Saudis treat their wives like crap, how do you think they're treating the maid? <laughs> how do you think that the men in the household are treating the maids? I'd imagine pretty poorly. No wonder they're running away. Sorry, I didn't mean to get political, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine they're running away. They, oh, just walking off the job after a week. The ministry and the Saudi Central Bank have done some studies and procedures, and they're making this policy go ahead, according to the media. Employers will be compensated the recruitment costs if a maid leaves or refuses to complete their contract after a three-month trial period ends. It says here they're making changes to the Saudi private sector to attract talent and boost the economy, which has taken a hit by the pandemic. Analysts say its abysmal record of human rights abuses and reputation for the poor treatment of migrant workers could hinder attracting talent. Yeah, well, I don't know if this is going to help either because this is not for the this isn't for the worker. This is for the employer, really.
What are you doing for the migrant workers? What are you doing for the maids? Huh? That's what I want to know. I mean, are you going to give them kung fu lessons so when their employer grabs their ass, they can just kick them into cojones? What are you doing for the maids? Goodness. I mean, I tell you, some people have it rough in life. You know, here I am recording a podcast in a closet, and sometimes I'm like, oh, woe is me. Imagine being a maid in Saudi Arabia. Ah, I mean, this, if anything, Weird AF News is making you feel good about your own lot in life, right? Because you could be a maid in Saudi Arabia or, you know, you could be living in Florida. I mean, there's so many worse off predicaments that you could be in. Isn't that great that I'm kind of reminding that, reminding you of that? Now, thinking back on some of the worst jobs I've had in my life, I've never was a maid I did work at a place called Pat's Beef House, which was a pretty terrible experience. I was in the, I was basically a dishwasher, and I had to scrape these giant pans that had cooked beef on for hours. They would cook this beef, and then these pans were just encrusted with all this beef stuff. It would take me forever just to wash one of these pans. I would just be scrubbing away in a, in a sink for hours, hours. I mean, it did wonders for my forearms. But, I mean, it definitely ruined the skin on my hands and everything. <laughs> just, just constantly, I was just constantly wet. It was awful. I mean, we all get these jobs that we can't stand, right? I mean, luckily, I was able to just kind of, like, walk away from that job. You know, sometimes you get stuck in a position where you're, you're a migrant worker. You, it's hard to just walk off the job. They got to do something really cruddy to you to, like, walk away because then you become, like, an undocumented worker. It becomes a problem for you in your personal life. So... I mean, something's got to be done about these maids. You guys have any crappy jobs you want to share with me, by the way? I'd love to hear what you did that was worse than being a maid in Saudi Arabia. Anybody? Can anybody beat that? Uh, email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or call the show, 646-450-2012. Hey, my fellow friends. Are you commuting right now? When are you listening? Where are you listening? How are you listening to Weird AF News? You know what? It doesn't matter. I'm just grateful that you are. I appreciate your support. Now, yesterday on the show, I mentioned Def Leppard, and I also mentioned mullets, and people reached out to me about it. Mitch Bowers, as a matter of fact, sent me a mullet photo and a mullet video. Mitch Bowers, shout out to you with your amazing mullet. This guy's got an award-winning mullet. Said he's been growing it for over a year now. Killing it, Mitch Bowers, with your mullet. I'm going to call you Mullet Mitch. If anybody needs tips on how to grow a mullet, just reach out to Mitch Bowers. He clearly... Mitch, if you haven't been on the cover of Mullet Monthly, you should be... (laughs) Mullet Monthly. Does that exist? Probably not. It should, though. Also, who else reached out to me? Somebody, I can't, I don't know who this is. I wrote a response saying, can you please tell me who you are? I just love this. Someone sent me a video of them singing Pour Some Sugar on Me. Unbelievable, by the way. That was awesome. And then, uh, who else? I got one more here. Days Morrissey. Days. I mentioned that uh, I was curious as to whether Def Leppard still performs these days. Days. Days Morrissey. Hope you don't mind me mentioning your name, Days, which is just an amazing name, Days Morrissey. Unbelievable. You should be a musician with that name. Absolutely. Probably is. Or a drug dealer. Uh, <laughs> days, man. Uh, get it? Because Days, man. Like, if you don't sell weed. Uh, days sent me the schedule of Def Leppard that's perf- who's performing in uh, Southern California in the fall in what's called the Stadium Tour. Check out this lineup, man. It's Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. What about that? Man, I've always wanted to meet Joan Jett. She's a badass. It's a badass chick right there. Joan Jett, are you kidding me? Joan Jett. 
You make babies with Joan Jett. You make the most rocking ass babies in existence. Joan Jett. Joan Jett, I want to make a little sweet love. <laughs> uh, what was that big hit Joan Jett had? I love rock and roll. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Damn, is that song so old that there were dimes going into jukeboxes? Man, how old is Joan Jett? She's probably like 75 years old, but she looks amazing. <laughs> Would you, hey, anybody want to hook up with a 75-year-old? Joan Jett, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> Joan Jett. Ah, I'm losing my mind today. You guys inspired me to lose my mind. Anyways, these outros are out of control. I shouldn't even be allowed to do them. They don't really make sense either. Uh, okay, what else? Anybody else? That's about it. Uh, please check out the the Patreon because that's how we pay the bills around here. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. I posted a bonus episode with me and comedian Dave Neal. That was uh, yesterday. I think I posted that or the day before. Also put up some videos of me trying weird stuff, weird treats from around the world. Uh, which reminds me, shout out to Kirsty Kelly who reached out to me. She left me a voicemail, which was very informative. Uh, she said she's mailing me uh, like a care package, which I'm so grateful for. Kirsty uh, is just just a lovely, a lovely woman. One of my blind listeners. I have a few blind listeners, and they're just the best listeners, the best, most supportive, tremendous individuals. Like shout out to all my blind listeners. Michael from Iowa City, uh, Kirstie Kelly. Kirstie said for everybody, um, because she calls from out of the country, apparently you can make calls from out of the country. Uh, you have to dial from Australia. She said either uh, you have to type in a two or a three before you call the number, something like that. But I guess you could Google how to call internationally and insert my number. And so you should be able to call this number internationally, 646-450-2012. Thank you, Kirsty, for the information. I'm passing it on to all of you. You guys should thank her as well. She is tremendous. Uh, that's about it. Follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones. And please leave a review of the podcast if you have time. Uh, if you haven't subscribed already, duh, do I got to tell you? By the way, tomorrow is what, Friday? Yeah, send me Florida Friday articles, please. You have the email, or you can go to my website, weirdafnews.com, and submit articles that way as well. 